Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Allison Bobbitt, and I'm here with my husband, Mike Bobbitt. This is a podcast where he and I make one another watch movies the other hasn't seen, and this is the preview episode where this time Mike is going to tell me what movie he's going to make me watch. I think you're going to be really excited about this because you just told me about a news story today that involves two of the people in this movie. Okay. The movie we're going to watch next is I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. My house got robbed. What did they take? My grandma's silver. Did you call the authorities? Yeah. The world is bigger than your silverware. Grow up. Everyone is an asshole. Taking my mind. Sometimes I feel like I'm underneath a whirlpool. Like I can't even breathe. The way people treat each other makes me so furious. Kevin, stop it. Is there anything I can do? Open sesame. Gotcha. (laughs) Police. Your son broke into my house. (laughs) I have no idea where he is. Vigilante action is a good way to get your wig knocked off. You have beautiful eyes, okay? What do you want? For people to not be assholes. I'm not letting you shoot anyone. Anyone. Anyone else. It stars Elijah Wood uh-huh. from North that we just watched yes. last week uh-huh. and Melanie Linsky. And it was just announced that Elijah Wood is going to be in the next season of Yellow Jackets. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. What do you know about this movie? Because it is definitely a movie that is right up your alley. I don't know anything about this movie. You don't? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I will tell you that it's a crime drama. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, of course it does for you. I also found it to be darkly comedic at moments. Okay. 
and it is directed and written by Macon Blair, who is the guy who stars in all of Jeremy Saulnier's movies, like Green Room. Oh, okay. And um, he was in Blue Ruin and uh, his first one, Murder Party. Mm-hmm. Macon Blair is the one who looks a little bit like Gene Ween. He has like the big brown oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays like Patrick Stewart's right-hand Nazi in Green Room and stuff. So, yeah, this is his big film uh, writing and directing debut, and it is right in line with the Jeremy Saulnier movie. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I I think you are going to end up absolutely loving this movie. Okay. I was really scared that you were going to be like, oh, I've watched that 10 times. (laughs) No, I haven't seen it, and I, I don't know anything about it, so I'm excited to watch it. Oh, I awesome. love Elijah Wood and I love Melanie Linsky and I'm so excited for the next season of Yellow Jackets. Yeah. It was such a good show. I'm so excited to see what happens next and I'm excited that Elijah Wood is going to be part of it. So I'm I'm excited to see their chemistry in this one too. Yeah. I'm really bummed about this too. Um, Macon Blair had a movie that was in development called The Shitheads, which I imagine that was probably going to get changed. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be the big film debut of my friend Pedro Cordera, who was a YouTube guy Mm -hmm. and uh, did that uh, YouTube short where he played the, uh, it's called something like the mobster's first day. Oh, where you're in the trunk of the car. Where I'm in the trunk of the car. And he was such a really good, decent dude that uh, I think Craig Robinson was slated to be in the shitheads as well Mm -hmm. and i'm guessing that fell apart because it was years ago but uh yeah pedro was such a great guy and uh really generous and um i really hope that something good something huge happens for him because he is incredibly talented he's a good actor good writer Mm -hmm. uh good producer and um deserves a really big break yeah for sure yeah like dropping in in editing uh pedro correa not cordera i had a brain fart and combined him with eugene cordera apparently even though eugene cordera is from the philippines and i believe pedro is from peru so way to go me and even more egregious is uh it's not craig robinson it was Tracy Morgan, who was supposed to be in The Shitheads, along with Luke Wilson and Ron Funches. So, uh, back to the show. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Okay. I think, especially, too, with your uh, pregnancy hormones, this movie is just going to really tap in and give you all the good uh, good emotions. Toy. All right. Melanie Linsky uh, is a badass in it. I'm into that. Yeah. So, speaking of crime, <laughs> what true crime podcast are you recommending? You're so mean. This week. You're so mean to me. Allison's True Crime Podcast Recommendation. Do you like your new intro? I do. So, the one that I am actually going to, um, let me find it. Or do you want me to go first? How about you go first and okay. then I will. I just finished watching 
the final episode of Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I think they really stuck the landing. It is one of those shows that I think just ends perfectly. The Good Place being another one of those. And I am so glad that I watched it. I was initially hesitant because, uh, like I said uh, last week uh, when we were in Hollywood, I I got up my own ass about shit. And uh, I decided, you know, fuck Bob Odenkirk. But then I got over it. And uh, what a great, great series. I'm going to go as far as to say... I liked it even better than Breaking Bad. Oh, wow. And it just tonally did such a great job of straddling both heavy drama and comedy, like genuine comedy. Mm -hmm. And while I think Breaking Bad was largely the Walter White, Jesse Pinkman story, this expanded so much that there were so many additional characters besides Saul Goodman that you could have easily made a show about any of them instead. And it would have been just as excellent. It was such an amazing show. So if you saw Breaking Bad, but for whatever reason you didn't want to see Better Call Saul, and in all honesty, there are some people that watch Better Call Saul that never watch Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. uh, which I think you can still enjoy it. You're just going to enjoy it more if you do have the Breaking Bad yeah. uh, backstory. Or, you know, you can watch all of Better Call Saul up until about uh, season six, episode, I think, nine maybe and then watch breaking bad and then come back and watch the end of uh, uh better call saul and yeah. chronologically that checks out yeah um, there you go so yeah uh better call saul i know it doesn't really need anyone else to plug it because it did really well but uh uh if you were on the fence about it and just needed one other person to endorse it let me be that other person awesome what about you? What true crime podcast <laughs> are you recommending? So I am recommending The Fall Line. And it is a deep dive true crime podcast that um, actually focuses on cases where there was very little, if any, media attention on them. And it also explores kind of the reasons why maybe their cases were ignored in the first place. So it's a lot of... Oh, because they weren't about white women? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's that's basically it. They weren't white women. So you're actually getting um, to hear about a lot of cases where it was people of color and um, missing and murdered indigenous women who are unfortunately some of the least reported and yeah. least solved. Because of police jurisdiction diction, yeah. with uh, reservations. Yes. Oh, God. It it's is such a sad heartbreaking statistic yeah they have a lot of they have a few episodes on that there are a lot of of really really amazing episodes they also do one on um guys that disappeared um brian worley is one who has been missing for years and years and years no one knows what happened to him they actually do a very big deep dive on missing and murdered indigenous um, relatives where they talk with people from the reservations who you know whose loved ones are missing and they also um, have you know small episodes on things like uh you know the the end the backlog movement which is like hey 
So there's all these untested rape kits. So people's rapists are just out there doing what they do with no conviction because these rape kits were never tested. Why weren't they? They just weren't um, prioritized. That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. They just weren't prioritized and they're just sitting, sitting and waiting to be tested. Because I don't imagine that DNA lasts forever. Uh, it degrades over time. Yeah. So you're taking a huge risk. I mean, if it's collected properly, it, it'll last for a while. But that's the other thing is, you know, has it been collected and stored properly? Who knows? And and, and the backlog is actually an organization that you can donate to if you want to. Um, oh, wow. Because they are working to try to get these, you know, rape kits tested so that, you know, people can have justice for, you know, what happened to them and. Yeah, it's called The Fall Line. Um, Man, you know, if 23andMe or Ancestry.com wanted really good, positive publicity, they would just, because I'm sure it's not apples to apples to test that stuff, mm -hmm. but I bet it's not apples to hand grenades or something. Like, I'm sure it's mm -hmm. in the same ballpark as what 23andMe and Ancestry.com does. They should just, like, volunteer or whatever oh man i mean i think that that might be something that could happen because they have been working quite a bit with law enforcement i mean yeah that's how the golden state killer was caught because someone in his family did 23 and me mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's how they found him yeah that that is something that i think could happen potentially i hope so I don't know exactly how how that kind of thing works as far as finding a lab to test these things and, and if they're opening their doors to um, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I'm hopeful that I think it's getting harder to commit crimes without getting caught because I think science is getting better and better. Obviously, that can make things more complicated sometimes because of you know any number of reasons um i can't wait till the technology catches up to the movie minority report and we can have a whole pre-crime division <laughs> yeah stop crimes before they happen i mean that would be sweet but i think the other thing is that we also need as a society to work on not prioritizing people based on their race or their religion or, or their economic status. Exactly. You know, or their job. You know, sex workers do not get taken seriously when they try to report rape. And oftentimes they, if they are murdered, their cases are not prioritized because of their, quote, high risk lifestyle, mm -hmm. which is not fair that doesn't mean that their life didn't matter <laughs> there shouldn't be shame behind that and oh good now it's <laughs> time for me to tell you about my only fans i was just gonna say i you know i get really pissed off whenever i see articles about it's someone shoving random star wars figures in my butt i knew it i knew you were doing that you really feel like you should stop yeah. so go to onlyfans.com no! forward slash sarlacc pit no <laughs> No, I always get a little little mad whenever... Well, not a little mad. I always get pissed off whenever I see, like, oh, teacher fired for OnlyFans. I'm like, well, if you paid teachers, maybe yeah. they wouldn't need an OnlyFans. And even then, it's not like their students are watching their OnlyFans. You know, who cares? Yeah. That has nothing to do with the kind of teacher they are. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Let people earn their living. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let, let teachers have OnlyFans so that they can continue to pay for their school supplies and all the shit that they do to teach your children. Yep. Um, the fall line is the, sorry, I didn't mean to soapbox. Um, don't, don't hurt, you're pregnant, don't hurt yourself I won't. stepping off the soapbox. I'll be there. very careful. Um, but yeah, the fall line, um, it's a really, really good podcast. And, you know, they'll, they will tell you, you know, like the organizations that they're speaking with or, you know, if there is somewhere that you can donate or what you can do to help, especially if the crime is still unsolved, which most of them are, unfortunately, because their cases weren't prioritized, which is incredibly unfortunate. So um, it is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and probably anywhere else where you get your podcasts. But okay. check it out. It's really good. Sounds good. Well, join us next week when we talk about I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. All right. Hey, um, can you give me a hand with something? What's that? I put an IG-88 up there oh and he had a gun in his backpack and it didn't come out. Can you help me? You might me? just need to wait. Oh, I've waited. How long? Three days. Are you sure it didn't come out already? I mean, I'm not sure, sure. <sighs> Do we need to go to the emergency room? Probably. Oh, my God. All right. Bye.